0: Hi there, Harry from Witch here. Our research has found that millions of families are skipping meals to survive the cost-of-living crisis. And our figures show that over 8 in 10 people in the UK are having to make adjustments to save money on food. With the price of essential products soaring, we believe that supermarkets have to step up to the plate to help us all. That's why we've launched the Affordable Food For All campaign calling on the big supermarkets to take action and make a real difference to communities across the UK. If you agree and would like to join our campaign, then sign our petition at which.co.uk slash affordable food and use the hashtag affordable food for all on social media. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Get Answers, a fortnight of special mini bite size episodes from the team here at Witch. I'm Harry Kind, you might remember me from such shows as Witch on TV or Witch on the radio talking about our research or maybe I'm even on your social media feed but this is week two of our mini-series and we're here to help you get answers to some of the biggest questions that you've got on your mind right now. I've picked up the baton from Lucia and Grace for the last two episodes. We'll wrap up this Get Answers series on Friday by focusing on energy bills, but today it's the turn of our travel expenses.
1: When life gives you questions, which get
0: answers? Welcome back to week two of our special Get Answers series. If you haven't already, then definitely go back and listen to our previous episodes hosted by Grace and Lucia. You can find them wherever you're listening to this podcast, but listen to us first. I'm willing to bet that you're listening to today's episode on the way to work. Maybe you're on the train, drowning out the announcements, or maybe you managed to get the Bluetooth in your car to finally work. Whether it's for commuting, holidays, or seeing family and friends, travelling is one of our biggest annual outlays, and the costs are on the rise. Producer Rob is with me. Rob, can we assume that the people of Manchester had something to say about this too?
2: Yeah, hi Harry, you bet they did. Now, a reminder to everyone listening to this, that we headed up to the northwest a couple of weeks ago with a massive billboard, sat inside were our experts, including you Harry, and we gave people the chance to ask any questions that they thought were impacting their lives. Well, here's Claire, and she came over with a question, and I spoke to her after she chatted to our experts. So Claire, what were you keen to find out about today? We
1: were looking to find out about train fares, because we like to go to Haworth. Um, which is just through Hebden Bridge and we just wanted to know basically as a family if we could get it a little bit cheaper Um, I know my mum and dad are pensioners I'm a student but we've just been given advice about splitting tickets which was really really useful so I can't wait to look at that when I get home on the internet
2: (laughs) Have you found Train travel has increased in price I
1: have yeah yeah, we like to go Hebden bridge a lot we 've done it since my daughter was young, so it is everything's just going up isn't it so any way that we can save a bit of money is just brilliant isn't it
2: and traveling as a group especially you know you yeah, yeah
1: of course yeah it's more expensive isn't it but hopefully now splitting tickets with your wonderful advice really impressed
0: <laughs> thanks Rob, and thanks to Claire for speaking to us there's a lot to unpack from her experiences there. And we'll get on to split ticketing in a second, but no one is better to do that than our witch travel expert for the day, journalist and a regular to our money podcast, Grace Witherden. Hi, Harry. Hello. Lots to cover today, Grace, because travel is a really confusing area for a lot of people. And split ticketing, I think, is really probably the peak of the confusing, weird travel quirks. What exactly is it and how can it help us save money?
1: So split ticketing isn't actually something I'd heard of before I joined which, And that's because train staff are unlikely to tell you about it. But basically how it works is that instead of buying one single through ticket for your journey, you can buy multiple tickets to cover each leg. But don't worry, you can keep the same seat and you can stay on the same train. Now, this means you pick up the cheapest fares for different parts of your route, capitalizing on advanced tickets and off-peak fares. Now, the only rule is that your train must stop at the stations named in your ticket. If that all sounds a bit complicated, don't fear. There are actually websites up that split the journey for you. So try Trainsplit or splitticketing.co.uk. When we tried this hack on a journey from Shrewsbury to Liverpool, we saved £10.39 by splitting the journey at Chester. Now, the ticket would have cost £32.80. That's the cost of an anytime single. But it was just £22.41 for a ticket with this split. And that's a saving of 32%.
0: That is pretty cool for basically, you know, no problem for you as a buyer. This used to be something that was actually really difficult to do in the past. I remember it being a bit of a niche kind of artisan hunt to find these tickets, but it's really hit the mainstream with these apps, including Trainline. What else can we do on trains to save some money?
1: Well, Claire mentioned she was a student, so she may be eligible for a rail card. Now, there are nine different types available with discounts that vary between a third and 50% off your ticket. For example, the young person's rail card is suitable for those aged between 16 and 25 and it gets you a third off on and off peak fares. Now, luckily, a few years back, just as I was about to turn 26, they created the 26 to 30 rail card, which also gets a third off, but only on off peak journeys. So now I just need them to invent a rail card for the over 30s, but I'll keep waiting Now, these rail cards cost no more than £30, so you can really quickly make back your money. And if you're a regular commuter, an annual season ticket will almost certainly be your cheapest option for travel. Now, season tickets aren't just available for the year. You can also buy weekly and monthly tickets. So when we checked on one of the popular commuter routes, you could save over a £1,000 by buying a seven-day season ticket between Bristol, Temple Meads and London Paddington, as opposed to buying five anytime return tickets. And if you're only in a few times a week now, maybe post pandemic, you just travel to the office one or two times, you can save with a flexi season ticket. These are meant to save passengers at least 20%, but the savings might be less on some routes. Now, flexi season tickets are only available in England, but other networks do offer discounts for those only traveling into the office a couple of days a week. So it's worth having a look. So, ScotRail, for example, sells a flexi pass where you can save 15% by making 10 single journeys or five return journeys on the same route within 60 days.
0: That is pretty good, but I can do you on better, Grace. I can get you train tickets for absolutely nothing. The only catch being your train then has to be delayed or cancelled. Can you tell us a little bit more about the wonderful world of delay repay?
1: Yeah, I certainly can because I love Delay Repay. (laughs) Delay Repay is a nationwide scheme that makes it easier for travellers to get compensation for delayed rail journeys. So if your train is cancelled or delayed by 15 minutes or more, you might be able to claim some money back. Now, the delay is calculated against either the normal timetable or an amended timetable that's published in advance. And the process is really simple. It just involves you uploading your ticket, entering the details, and choosing how you want to receive the compensation. So, some providers even allow you to donate this to charity if you want. So, you can imagine my frustration when the train is delayed by 14 minutes. In those situations, I am begging for this train to be delayed by an extra minute just so I can get some delay repay cash. So a good hack for this actually is to take screenshots when you're on the train of the National Rail app for the live journey times, because sometimes I've gone to make my claim and I can't actually remember what time I ended up pulling into the station. So if you take screenshots or just make a note down of what time it should have arrived and what time you got in, it will just make it easier after. And if you take screenshots, then it means that you won't forget because you'll come across these pictures in your camera roll.
0: That is a very handy hack. Uh, But all this talk about trains, trains are great, but we often neglect the humble bus. And right now, travelling by bus, cheaper than it's been for a long old time,
1: Yeah. If you've got a bus recently in England, you may have noticed the usual fare would have gone down to just two pounds. So this is part of a government scheme first announced back in September last year. And basically it capped all single bus journeys at two pounds. Now, this was meant to stop at the end of March, but it's now been extended until the end of October. The cap only applies to single journeys, so in some cases it may be cheaper to get two singles rather than a return. On some of the most expensive routes, you can save £12 per journey. This scheme covers bus routes with 130 operators, including some of the big ones like Arriva and Stagecoach. Now you can check which operators are continuing with the scheme on the government website. And from November, prices will increase to £2.50 per journey before being reviewed again. So it's definitely worth taking advantage now, but it's not all doom and gloom for later in the year because £2.50 per journey is still pretty good in some cases.
0: That is pretty good. Get out and try your local bus service, I reckon. As always, we'll finish with some questions from social media. But first, let's touch on private transport too. Can we talk about the cost of fossil fuel prices? It's something we've done relatively recently on our Which Investigates podcast when we asked if prices at the pump are higher than they should be. And actually, since we've released that episode, petrol and diesel prices have fallen. But are there still ways you can save here too?
1: Yeah, definitely shop around for the cheapest fuel. Now, generally, larger supermarket chains do offer the lowest 4 prices but it's worth checking which petrol stations are the cheapest locally before you fill up and plan ahead for long trips. Now, you don't have to do the hard work here. There are websites such as petrolprices.com that can help and some sat apps such as Waze display live prices for stations nearby on your route. When life gives you questions, which? Get answers.
0: Now to finish today's show, for each episode of this Get Answers mini series, we're going to wrap up with some quick fire questions that we've received on the Which Facebook page. So Grace, here are some that we've received over the last couple of days. First up from Pete, he asks how the train companies decide how much they charge. He asks why they go up every single year and never seem to reduce in price. So
1: the rise in rail fares each January is based on the annual RPI figure which was set in the previous July. Now, around 45% of all rail fares are regulated by this price cap. And regulated fares include season tickets on most commuter journeys, some off-peak return tickets on long-distance journeys, and any-time tickets around major cities. But other fares, including first-class and advanced tickets, are not regulated by this price cap. These fares are set by operators on a commercial basis to optimize demand and revenue. Last year, passengers actually faced an increase of 12.3% because that was July's RPI figure. But the government intervened and capped it at 5.9%, which was July's average earnings growth. So it was still pretty high, but not as high as it could have been.
0: Only, oh, a mere 5.9%, lucky us. Okay, Tarek wants to know if there's any advice on how to use less fuel when driving. Is it actually a myth that keeping your car in higher gears will use less fuel?
1: So it's not a myth, but every car will be different and you need to find that happy medium between opting for a higher gear earlier and not laboring the engine too much. Many new cars actually have a gear shift indicator, and this informs you of the most economical point to change gear or even have an eco driving mode. And this dulls the response of the throttle amongst other changes. Shifting, which is when you skip gears such as going directly from first to third, can also help reduce fuel consumption.
0: Very handy. Okay, finally, from Janet, she asks if it's better to buy tickets for public transport online or in person, and are there any extra discounts for doing it in advance?
1: It's definitely worth buying tickets in advance. Now, this is because a set number of reduced price advanced tickets are allocated to specific trains and they're sold on a first come first serve basis, so you'll need to be quick to find the best choice of deals. But some companies will allow you to set up email alerts so you'll be the first to know when they go on sale. They usually are
0: available to buy up to 12 weeks before you travel. So definitely worth setting an alert if you're trying to buy Christmas tickets or tickets for a big event that you know there's going to be a lot of demand for. Get those as early as possible in the 12 weeks, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely. I did this recently actually on a trip from London to Liverpool and I managed to get two single advance tickets and altogether the trip was about £40. That's a lot cheaper than an any time return from London to Liverpool.
0: Oh, fantastic. Thanks so much, Grace. Thanks, Harry. A huge thanks again to Grace and to you for listening to this episode of our special mini series, aiming to get answers to your most pressing questions. If you enjoyed today's show, please hit subscribe. And if you have any comments or questions, use the hashtag getanswers on social media. For free expert advice for life's everyday questions, don't forget to head to witch.co.uk anytime. And I'll be back for the final episode of the series this Friday, when I'll be asking, what can we do to save on our energy bills? This episode of Get Answers was produced by Rob Lilly, edited by Eric Breer, and hosted by me, Harry Kind. And we'll see you next time. What is happening to supermarket prices? Do our label brands taste good? What's the best supermarket? What's the worst? How do I spend less on my weekly shop? Are there ways I can shop smarter? Should I just be growing my own veg? How do I even grow veg? (sighs) Wine to pair with spag ball?
1: When life gives you questions, get answers at witch.co.dk.